Welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. And you're on, we're on episode 195, a live update episode with yeah. already just me messing it up by turning on the camera before we were supposed to. No, that's, that's all okay. Right. You're good. <laughs> well, hey, everyone. Welcome. Yeah. So this is kind of weird, huh, Mike? Yeah, I mean we're in uh, we're in separate locations. Um, we've done this before. We we've, we've recorded a podcast in separate locations. In fact, I was in my car. Uh, however, we've never done a live in separate locations. So what's up with this? It's crazy, right? It is, and and the color contrast. So I had to get this 49ers blanket here because if I just had the Harley one, it looked like I was in hell, and I didn't want to kind of give off that vibe for the podcast. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So. Hey, let's say what's up to some of the people in the crowd. We had some early ones here. We had Steve here early on. Mary was here. Hey, how's it going, Mary McQueen? Uh, Yana Riesel, how are you from Washington? Greg Stewart, staying in your lane from Australia. Uh, still quick, ship quick. What's up, Hugo or Tiffany or both? Uh, Starlight underscore record underscore club. How are you? And uh, let's see, try flippers. Wow, a lot of people. Hey, we're kind of late right now. So I'm happy with whoever shows up. So thank you guys for taking the time. Hey, what's going on from uh, Alaska? We got Allison. What's Steve saying there, Mike? So Steve said he uh, channeled his in Orlando today and bought some cross stitch and Harley seeds. So that's right. Giving away those bolos and uh, hopefully yeah, we'll we come those up and, uh, and uh, make some good profits. Yeah, man, those Harley seats, I'm telling you, that that's the new bolo for me, like last probably three months bolo. So, hey, appreciate all you guys being on here. So we got a lot going on today, like a lot. Do we? Yeah, I, I, I literally got the show notes like three seconds ago, so I haven't even looked at them yet. But that doesn't matter because we're doing an update episode, a Sunday update episode. What are you? What's going on? That's craziness. But I love my update episodes because this is the time when we get to chat about our lives, what's happening in reselling, and uh, give you some sweet bolos. There you go. And now before we get started, I know we've been talking about this a lot, but we really want to say thank you to everyone who's been doing the buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle membership. And even those of you that have just been able to give a one-time gift, we are so thankful. Uh, the numbers are growing. And so it allows us to be able to do more with the podcast. Uh, you know, I would love to have like our own like studio space that is like the pure hustle and then end the pure hustle network but that's for you know another day so anyways hey thank you guys so if you're wondering how to do this just go to buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle or go to the link below or to our bio link in our instagram facebook and twitter and you can help us out there so thanks so much yeah it's super super helpful for all of you who have done that so thank you all right. So before <laughs> I like what so quick ship quick is saying here, Mike, Mike, Mike looks like, Oh, I'm trying to move the comment over. Okay. There we go. Look, Mike looks like he's about to interrogate someone. Is that, is that about to go down? Yeah. I like the, uh, I like the, the black and white look here. If you're, um, so we're going to be uploading this to podcasts here in a little while. So if you're listening, you got to go onto YouTube and check out, you know, what's happening here, but yeah, I've got the black and white going. Got Half my face is shaded, which to, to keep with what happened last time we did uh, recording separately. I was in my car and like literally half my face was lit up and the other half wasn't. I was it's like, like I was you're on the run or something. Yeah, I thought I was wearing like a Phantom of the Opera mask. Like that's what it looked like. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a good look. Oh my goodness. All right. So, hey, um, by the way, since this is a live, if you have any questions or anything you want to share, always be willing to on the comments. You know, we want to have an open discussion and engagement with all you guys. Uh, but, you know, this is a also a regular episode for the podcast. So 
we this is when we have those back-to-back update episodes like we're supposed to have another one on wednesday so hopefully we have some content for that one i'm sure we will well yeah honestly since we've uh, got so many people here in the chat what we'll probably end up doing is saving some of the uh the breaking news for uh for report it yeah, but you know, interaction with with uh, all of our wonderful hustlers is is more important. I say. There you go. There you go. All right. Hey. So, what's going on with you? What's been? What's 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 the haps? Yeah. Um. So I I didn't go garage sailing this week. I didn't go today. Um. Because I had some other stuff that I was doing. In fact, storms are starting to head into San Diego. We're getting some rain. And since I've set up my my workout area, which man, let me tell you, like if physical fitness has made such an impact in my life, you know, just having the energy to go out and do way more things. Uh, but I'm literally set up outside. And so I had to like build some kind of a cover for my, uh, my squat rack. And so that took my entire day today, a lot longer than I thought it was going to take. But I went to garage sales last week and it was like a breath of fresh air, like actually getting to be able to go out, hit up some garage sales and, and kind of my first love in reselling was that was the the hunt, the kind of your heart's beating fast. You're trying to get to the next place before other people do. You maybe recognize other resellers and you're like, oh, they're gonna get to the to the that that house before I do. Um, it's just that excitement and then just digging through boxes. And in fact, some of my best finds came from um, as I'm on my way out, just taking one last peek through a box that's very unassuming and finding some good stuff. So um, So we I, ended up competing against each other. Yeah, no, that was what was really funny because I'm I'm more of the early bird than you are. So I yeah, was you should have won. <laughs> I, I feel like I did pretty good. No, um, you did, you did. So um I I I get up early and I hit up a community garage sale. That's one of the first things I look for, the, the two keywords I like to put in. I know Orlando will look for items, um, and that's one of the ways he does it. Um I I don't usually look for items as much. Sometimes I will, uh, but I often will put in neighborhood or community or rummage because I, I tend to do well with those. So I put in community. I found this community sale. And the very first... Actually, it was the second house I stopped at because I stopped at one that was setting up and it wasn't that great. Uh, but I, the very first house I stopped at um, had a lot of really good uh, vintage like clothing and some vintage stuff. And in fact, they were in the garage and another reseller was there and they were kind of haggling over some Harley stuff. And I was like, Oh man, it's a bummer. Orlando isn't here. Um, cause I'm, I'm, I just, I'm not going to jump in while she's already doing it. And I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm going to share what she had right after you share the story. So, um, but anyways, uh, it, come to find out this guy I could tell by what he was talking about. He knew I was a reseller. He saw me looking stuff up and, and I knew he knew because he's like, yeah, that item that doesn't work with this, but uh, you could probably still resell it for some money. And then he made another comment about how he loves the the hunting, but he doesn't like the the listing and the selling. So he was a reseller that was getting out. So anyways, I picked up quite a few things. And then I, I literally hit up maybe 10 houses on that street. I walked all of them. Uh, and then as I was coming back and getting in my car, who do I see pull up? Parked <laughs> in front of me. Orlando and I was standing outside my car as he pulled up and pulled in front of me. And he didn't recognize me. He gets I was out in the zone. And I'm like, Orlando. And and he turns and he's like, hey. And so I ran up and t- told him like, hey, there's some Harley stuff there. Like, good luck. Uh, so, but yeah. So I'm glad that he was still able to score there. And I knew he would because um, I don't know as many of the vintage brands, clothing brands that he knows. Um, and so he he picked up, you know, I'm sure some good stuff. So, but I still was first there. So if I no, want- you were no no. Prop to Mike. Like I should have been a Mike. So here's the second second angle in the story. So. I looked at the same ad that Mike looked at, right? Hey, before we move on, though, I wanted I wanted to share. Big Thrift uh, had this comment she'd like to share. You two look like snow miser and heat miser from the year without a Santa Claus. All right, yeah. 
I don't even know how to react to that one. So I, I do like being called Swole Hustle Podcast. I like that one too. All right. So we'll keep moving. Um, hey, what's going on, K-Way Shop? Wayne, how are you? Uh, and so, hey, like to say thank you to everybody that's joined us. Coach Hustle is OPZ. We have a few. Oh, I like the black and white, Mike. You should give it the yeah, way. I was going to do uh, like a blue, like a blue color so that I could be the, the snow. Oh, there you go. All right. I got to finish the story since people on the podcast are like, what's going on? All right. So I show up and I'm showing up later because here's the thing. You see ads, right? And the ads, usually when they say a lot of 90s apparel, collectible shoes, I instantly think that this is somebody that's trying to get top dollar, right? So I wasn't thinking anything of it. I'm just like, hey, I'm just going to take my time. Maybe I'll be able to get the leftovers, right, that he's willing to you know, give away for cheap. So I go and I show up and then I see Mike and like, I'm in the zone. Like I got my mic real quick. I'm trying to do a quick insta. Like here's my first garage sale and I show up and yeah, I see, you know, this gal in front of me with a pile of clothes already. And I'm about, I'm, I'm thinking like, she's just looking for stuff. So I went to grab one of the shirts and she goes, actually, this is all mine. And I'm like, no, like, cause here's the thing. So I, I texted Mike after, and I, I, I said, I looked at her stuff, but it was, it was okay. It wasn't that great. You know, and I'd give her a shout out. I just don't know if she listens to our podcast or anything. I know she followed us and we follow her, but so this is how I know what she got. So this is what she picked up, Mike. This is what I'm so mad about. She picked up probably, I want to say 68, six to eight, not 68, six to eight Harley Davidson 3D emblem shirts at this garage sale. Okay. She paid 140 for that haul. She probably picked up about 30 to 40 pieces. Okay. Each of those 3D emblem shirts sold for over, uh, I want to say at least four of them sold for over a hundred bucks. Like they were legit three. Remember 3D emblem is my Holy grail. I shared this like two weeks ago and of all the times I could have picked it up. It's because I said, you know what? This ad's not worth it. So do not let a Craigslist ad or yard sale treasure map ad, which is the same thing, <laughs> throw you off because just because you think that it's going to be somebody's going to charge top dollar, they might not. They might be trying to move inventory. So yeah, it might. You and I both scored. I mean, you had some sweet starter jackets that you picked up. I had some. I, I think I picked up some Harley stuff. There's some Harley stuff and some other vintage gear. But yeah, that garage sale was nice. So yeah, it was a great garage sale, and I think it was. It actually wasn't maybe overall it was my best finds. I don't think it was my, my most profitable because uh, there was another garage sale I might talk about in just a minute, but um, yeah, it was a really good, it was a really good garage sale for me. And, and to be honest this week, I feel like I've really been in my, my groove this week and last week. So my wife and I kind of changed how we're doing things. So I know that she's really big into um, the, the listing. She's great at listing. I hate listing. So we make a good team. Um, but what I didn't really realize is she's not as much of a fan of taking the pictures. And it's not that she doesn't like taking pictures, but every day when she has to take pictures, she has to, you know, drop my son off at my, at my son's grandma, uh, her mom, or she has to bring him to the office and then he's running around. It's kind of chaotic. And so right now, because I'm doing the, the, the teaching from home basically, and I'm here at this office, I'm able to, during my lunch break, go into where we have all of our inventory stored and I'm able to take pictures of items. So I'm getting like 10 items or so every single day pictured. And then I go nice. home. It's kind of cool the way we did it. So we have an old iPhone because um, I'm a huge fan of Google and all that. Because she uses iPhone, it's hard for her. Is it like kryptonite for you? Like, do, do you like feel weak when you hold it? Yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's just a work thing. That's all it is. It's not it's not for pleasure. You know, if it was for pleasure, I'd, I would... I'd, I'd, 
be ashamed of myself. But anyway, she had an old iPhone and I reset it, factory reset it. And I'm using that for pictures. And then every day when I get home, I just airdrop those pictures to her. And then throughout the day, like when my son's napping or, you know, something's going on, she has a little bit of time, she lists those items. So we've been listing pretty consistently 10 items or more every single day because I've been getting those pictures. And I'm able to like organize my inventory while I'm doing that. And I'd say like, this has been probably one of our most productive like two weeks that we've had since we've started reselling. So kind nice. of getting into that groove and getting that system as well as being out at garage sales kind of let me stay home today and, and work on some of my personal stuff. You know, the rain's coming, had to get out of garage sale mine for a little bit, but it was okay because our sales have been on fire because we've actually been listing a lot more because we have a system that works. And that's kind of a, a thing I want to encourage people is you might be reselling for years. You might be reselling for decades and kind of get into a rut. And it could be because you need to optimize your system in some way because what worked before might not be working now. And so by us taking a little bit of time to say like, how could we be more efficient? We spent like 15, 20 minutes talking about it. I, I took like a half hour trying to find that old iPhone and getting it all fixed up and ready to go. And now our system is like flawless. So I'm, I'm loving it. Nice. We got a question here from Strawberry Lemon. He said, so are you looking up the garage sale ads in Craigslist or with the Yardtail treasure map? So Yardtail treasure map is linked to Craigslist. I haven't seen it that it's not. But what's nice with Yardtail treasure map is that you're able to like to plan your route to a certain point. I, I don't use it as much. I use MapQuest. I've, I talked about this two podcasts ago. And the reason being is on, podca on uh, podcast on MapQuest, uh, you're able to put up to 26 different items that you want to go on, on a community yard sale route where on your sale yard sale treasure map, if it's community yard sale, you can only put like one of the addresses that's on the ad. Where well, if I go to Craigslist, like last night, I put for this morning's garage sales, I went to, I believe, 27 in one community yard sale and it planned it all out perfectly. So I was able to save time, able to move quickly. And so that is the tool we use. So yeah, those are the main tools that we use uh, when we go garage sales. So hopefully that answered your question. All right. Yeah. Garage sales have been not, not today. Today wasn't that great, but last Saturday, which is kind of funny because you had mentioned that community sale and I scored all kinds of things. And so I do find that now, finally, I think garage sales are happening. But here's what's going to happen. In about three weeks, they're going to calm down again. So we have like this short window uh, to optimize. And obviously, we're lucky because we're in California. So <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a little different. So hey, uh, Molly Davis, I, I like what she said. She said, uh, I've been selling for 23 years and just hired a helper or <laughs> hey, see, use the term helper. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, Mike and I go back and forth about that. Uh, but it's been a game changer. And I, and I agree. I mean, you, you know, I had a helper too before and it was a game changer. I'm actually considering doing that now because I have about 50 pieces of clothing that I have not touched because it's just time consuming right now. So, all right. Now, I, I wanted to share this because, you know, sometimes we don't think about the fact that everything is negotiable. Like we, we don't think about that. So, uh, you know, I, I could share about garage sales and, and I've had killer garage sales and, and check out our Instagram if you haven't, because I share in stories and I share in our posts. But uh, this last two, three days, I've been hitting this off price store that is not like a Ross or a Marshall's. It's, it's a little different. It's, it is nationwide, but it's not like in every single state and in every single city. And what ended up happening is I showed up because I'm trying to do things differently this year. And the reason being is, a lot of people are using software like Tactical Arbitrage and BrickSeek to do retail arbitrage for Amazon. The problem is what I'm finding is <laughs> they're really good deals. Well, if you have that software and you optimize that software, everybody's going to be looking for the same thing. 
right? Then you add the cook groups, then you add people dropping bolo lists. Like it gets, it gets pretty interesting. So I'm going old school. I'm just scanning and I'm trying to find stores that don't run pro like you can't run tactical arbitrage on certain stores. You can't run Brickseek on certain stores. And so what I'm doing now is I'm going to these other stores that are kind of let's say off the, you know, not off the grid, but off the grid technologically. And I went to the store and it was crazy. I go to the store and I can't mention all the items, but I found dead stock from like three years ago. Four years ago, five years ago, like uh, I think one store was like 15 years ago. It was kind of like when Toys R Us was liquidating, they were bringing stuff out of the warehouse that never showed up on their shelves. It was crazy. So I'm finding stuff, but that's not the end of the story. So I find all this stuff. But here's the thing. They're telling me that the next day, items are going to drop another 25%. But here's the thing, you know where we live. So sometimes some parts of San Diego takes us like, you know, 40 minutes, 50 minutes. And, you know, when you're there, like you want to pick up that stuff there. So I'll never forget this. There used to be, he, he still does drops videos every time. Uh, Craigslist Hunter, uh, Ronnie Hart, Hearts Pickers and, and Golden Finger Picker used to have like this show. And so Golden Finger Picker, I remember years ago, those of you that are OG resellers from YouTube, I remember he used to talk about like, try to negotiate with everyone. Go to Home Depot and try to negotiate a deal, even though, you know, you would think there's no way. So I remember the discount was for the next day and I, I went up I went up to the lady because there's some good stuff there. I mean, I'm talking about items that I could pick up for. I would I still picked up some for 70 and split for like 300. And I said, Hey, listen, I know the sales tomorrow is any way you can give me the discount today. And they're like, no, I have to get my manager. And I'm like, all right, well, let me talk to your manager. I went to the manager. I said, Hey, listen, I'm about an hour away. The money I would save on gas coming tomorrow would probably be the savings I would make by just waiting one more day. Is there any way you could just give me the deal today and I'll make sure to, you know, take care of all this. And she's like, I don't know. You know, my district person isn't here. I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm like, Hey, listen, you know, the boxes have some kind of have a little bit of wear, you know, is there maybe, cause you know, some, some of those off price stores, if there are, if there's like a, some kind of flaw or there's a box that's dented, like you can do this at Ross too. You can do this at Marshall's and TJ Maxx and all these other off price stores. So I said, Hey, can you just give me some kind of discount? She's like, you know what? I'll give you 10%. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I was like, sweet. So then after that, I go to the register and she's like, I'll take care of you. She just gave me a discount on everything. You know, the full 25%. And I'm like, wow. Like it really was encouraging for number one, right? We talked about, we did a whole level up review about never split the difference, right? That everything is negotiable. Right. And I'm thinking about Golden Finger Picker back in the day talking about that. And I'm like, I'm going to do this everywhere, like everywhere. I mean, it's not going to be like, hey, whenever I go like to Chili's with my kids, I'm not going to go like, hey, can we get a deal on the chicken crispers? Like, I'm not, it's not going to be like that. But it did open my eyes that, you know, not everything is set in stone, especially if people want to move inventory. And during this time, and the other tragic thing that I noticed at this store, it used to have like 12 locations. Hmm. They're down to four. Because of COVID. So I think there's a couple things that uh, it's happening here. Number one, there's going to be a lack of inventory, right? Because I kept seeing signs at certain stores that said, we're not, you know, we're not closing, closing, <laughs> closing with an S. We're not going anywhere. We're just having issues with supplies. And then on top of that, you have stores that are shutting down. So this could be a very big Q4, right? Because if, if the only people that know how to get stuff are resellers, and the everyday person goes to these stores and they can't find their items, they're going to go online. So 
anyways, it was pretty interesting. Somebody said uh, it was probably just Ternox Connection says probably just easier for her to do the entire discount. I think so. I think that's what it was. I think she just did it on it. And, you know, she has a return customer. Like, I will be back at that store and I will buy more. So, it, I don't know. I was very encouraged by that. So, and the other thing, and I'll be quiet now, Mike, so you can share the story. So, and then let me know if you guys have questions. I don't know why people are saying buttons on here. Did I say buttons yet? I, I, buttons? Buttons? I need okay, to hey, change the banner back to hit the subscribe buttons. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Um, This is what I'm doing too. I am listing a lot more stuff that I usually would send into to Amazon. Some of that stuff I'm just going to put on eBay. And and this is why there's limitations on stock on Amazon. And on top of that, I found that last year, the stuff that I sold, right? Not last year, like probably the last six months during COVID, I sold a lot of stuff that I had sent into Amazon and I sold it on eBay for just the right price. This pretty much the same, maybe $5 difference, maybe $10. It all depends on your ROI. But I didn't get the returns like I did on Amazon. Right. And people, you could show the flaws right on the item. If the box is a little dented, no big deal. So I think I'm going to be doing a lot more eBay this Q4. Still going to be doing a ton of FBA, but a lot more eBay. So I don't know. Let me hear your thoughts. Do you think I'm off? Do you think Amazon should be the only place? Or do you think that eBay is still a very, very good place to sell during Q4? Love to hear what you guys have to say. All right, Mike, random stories. Um, so my random story kind of connects to the garage sale that I went to and um, it's our last week when I went to garage sales, um, I was driving along and I, I mentioned this story a little bit on a previous podcast. So forgive me if too much of this is repeat, uh, but I'm driving from one garage sale to another and I put in my map, you know, which one I wanted to go to it looked like I had some items and it was actually on my way home. I was kind of working my way back home and I was like, I'm just going to stop at all the ones on my way home. And as I'm driving, I get to this stoplight and I see just like a, a unassuming pink arrow. Right. And I know that that means there's probably a garage sale down that road. And <laughs> I love already, the random arrows. Yeah. I mean, that's all it was. Didn't even say garage sale or anything. Uh, but it was, you know, I, I want to say like probably 1030 already getting close to 1030. So it's, we're past that golden hour. I'm kind of done. There's like two more houses on the way before I, you know, on my way home. And so I'm like, should I stop? Uh, no, I should keep going. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to stop. So I followed the arrows and I found the garage sale. And at this garage sale, I found uh, kind of a cool, uh, what is it? Peanuts. So like the Snoopy, Charlie yeah. Brown, I found a Peanuts nativity set. And that's the only thing I found at this garage sale. And there was, the lady was clearly giving great deals. I could hear other people there picking up stuff and she's basically giving stuff away. Uh, I think she was moving or something. And but there just wasn't anything that was like a resale value. And so I'm like, Oh, well, I'll just pick up this one item. And as I'm leaving, there's just this trashed box. Like I said at the beginning, like an unassuming box. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to like dig through it a little bit. And I found a, uh, advent calendar. We've talked a lot about advent calendars. Oh yeah. This time of year, they're really, really valuable. And so, um, I see this and it was that Schleich brand and I go, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pick this up. And as I'm digging through, I see more of these things that weren't open. And I, I struck up a conversation with the lady and we talked a little bit about, um, you know, where the, why are these items not used? Like, where'd you get these from? And, um, cause I wanted to mostly know whether that advent calendar was used or not. And so I'm looking through this stuff and I was able to pick up the whole box for $5. And on top of that, I've talked before about, you know, those Amazon fresh, those green bags. Oh yeah. The bolos. 
Yeah, those are those are great. And so I see one of those, and that's what actually made me stop and, and look at this kind of beat up box. Is I see this Amazon Fresh bag, and I open it, and there's nothing inside except for like the padding that they use for it. And the lady just goes, "You can have that." And I was like, "Are you sure?" She's like, "Yeah, you can just have that." And so I was grabbing that, and that's where I looked at that other box. So not only did I I find one of my bolos, one of the things that I like to pick up because not only do they resell for pretty good value, especially if you can like lot them together in lots of like four or five, they sell for pretty good money. Um, but not only that, they make good storage bags. So I'm like, this is just good to have. Um, and and it led to me getting more stuff for a really good price. And like we talked about on previous episodes, that having... And I think our book review, we're talking about uh, how to win friends and influence people. And it was me stepping outside of my comfort zone a little bit and actually having a conversation. Like I wanted to get home. I was done garage mm. sale. I've been out since... You know, I think I woke up at four. I was out the door by five fifteen because I had to stop at the bank and get cash out. I was done, right? It's like ten thirty. I've been garage selling forever, and spending five minutes just having a conversation, actually listening to the lady, listening to the fact that she has to move, she's got to get rid of this stuff. She asked me if I knew anybody who wanted this table that she had, and it's you know, no, I don't. You know, I hope you can get rid of it. Maybe you can call Goodwill. And so, like, I actually had a conversation with her, and that led to I think me getting a good deal, um, and also just the realization that. Time is important when you're out garage selling, but making those connections is important too because you're more likely to get deals or find out that they have other things, right? That wasn't the case. 100%. For Agreed. Sometimes they might say, hey, I've got some other stuff inside. Especially if you tell them like, hey, I'm a reseller. And I used to think people, when you tell somebody you're a reseller, they're going to just like, Ugh, I don't want to sell stuff to you. Um, but the reality is, especially when I tell them, I, sometimes I pick up kid stuff. Um, and I used to think like, I'll, I'll just pretend like I'm buying this for my kid. But when you tell somebody you're a reseller, especially if I tell them my story, right? Spend a couple minutes. Yeah, I started reselling so my wife could stay home. I have a son. He's got a medical condition. So we can't put him in um, you know, daycare. And so my wife is staying home with him. And so this is how we kind of pay for that. And not that I'm necessarily trying to get the sympathy card, but it humanizes me. People don't see me as some villain trying to just take from them. But they see me as out there you know, trying to work. And that could open up the door for them to say... Hey, you know, I've got some other stuff inside. What else are you looking for? So, um, you know, the random story is you never know, uh, kind of just go out and look and be willing to follow the random pink signs that you find in life and be willing to open up those conversations. <laughs> the random pink signs in life. So, hey, real quick though, I just wanted to share a couple comments here. So, seeing in your lane, yeah, thank you so much. 46 people were actually, we're at 51 people on the live. I think we got some of our, People from down under, we got Rack Raiders too in the house and some other Australians on here. I got to tell you, I think this summer I'm going to Australia. I'm serious. So, uh, hey, appreciate that. Yeah, don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. And also there's something else. Oh, I love you can't always bring in great, you know, great tips. And this is, you know, you might not think this is a major tip, but exactly what you're talking about, like small talk and better deals. Like I know you've mentioned before, you're not a big fan of small talk. And I'm the I talk too much guy. But, you know, it's seriously like you get to know people, you get to talk to them and you will definitely get those better deals. So now I hear you. And hey, it's good that you walked out of your comfort zone. You know what I mean? It, it, <laughs> it, it brought you some profit. So right. so definitely worth it. So. All right. So we're we're uh, in a new phase of Pure Hustle podcast now. And this is why. So I don't know if you guys have been catching this, but there are some problems with global shipping right now. Have you had any eBay global shipping problems? Uh, not recently. I haven't actually sold anything through global shipping in a few... I'd say it's been probably a month. So it's been a little while. Isn't that kind of strange though? Don't usually get more? 
Yeah, I guess I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Okay. So it it came to a point where I had to make some changes. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing. We are we are in the undergrad in the, in the underground bunker, uh, Larry. This is this is the blankets are for a reason. They're for a reason. Oh, and by the way, who who is here saying uh, I like the 49ers blanket? Go Dodgers! Forget my friend. I'm a Giants fan. Those the two worlds don't mix. So okay, hey. So new phase in Pierce's podcast. So I kept getting international buyers. I literally, I, I think right now I can look. I think I have five people. Yeah, five unpaid item. And what's going on is there's some problems going on with GSP that people are unable to pay. Now, I don't know if that the global shipping program is kicking people out. I don't know if the global shipping program is having some issues with managed payment. I don't know what's going on. But what's taking place now is that I'm having some nice sales and I can't make it happen. And there people are messaging me and saying, hey, I can't check out. I can't check out. So I've gone to international standard delivery on some of my listings and I've actually shipped stuff out. Hopefully it makes it. Hopefully I don't lose money. So let, let me let, let me just finish real quick. <laughs> no, what were you gonna say, Mike? Uh, I'm interested. No, I mean I'm just gonna oh. say like it sounds like uh, maybe it was. Uh, I, I know you're leery with there being. Oh, I'm super problem, leery. But uh, but if your sales are up, right? Like if you're getting more sales through that than you are through global shipping program, then hey, you know. Even if well, occasionally some of them go wrong, that's the cost of doing business, right? Like in the same way, I feel like when you you would tell me like, don't be afraid of the returns, doing free returns. Yes, you will have to do some. There will be the occasional problem. However, the benefits outweigh the cons. And I think the same might be true for the international shipping. Yeah, so the problem, but here's the thing. It wasn't that I was getting more sales. It was just, I wasn't going to get those sales. Like I was going to lose like $300. And so what's my choice? I had no choice, right? And so... I had to do a big drift of saying pirate ship and pirate ship or whatever way you say it and jump on that boat. And I, and I did. So Allison, you'd be proud of me right now. So one item is going to Peru and another item is going to Mexico used. I didn't use pirate ship. I did a simple export. Some issues though, were what I found was that there was too many characters. So like at the address and it was weird because Pirate ship has it set up like it's still the US. So it'll give you like the name, the address, and then the state and, and so on. Where, you know, like in Peru, like, you know, how, where do you fill in all that information? And some of them was like, I remember one item I sent to Mexico was like under some bridge. Like I was trying to translate it, it was like under some bridge in this valley or something like that. And I'm like, all right, well, I, I'm hoping it makes it. But, you know, here's the thing for those items that I sent out. In total, I paid probably $50, okay, in total, right? So if I lose, I am going to lose $50 plus the one item costs $60 to ship. The other item cost me $25 to ship. But the gain, right, to gain three dollars $400 was worth it to me. And I had to try it out. Now, the nice thing with pirate ship and with international standard delivery, which I strongly, you know, encourage to use pirate ship simple export, it really is simple. Seriously, it'll print the label. You just got to sign it, put the date and make sure when you put the info on there, you, you're not specific. You don't want to be specific because in other nations, I'm just, you know, I remember this hearing this from my parents back in the day is that 
what ends up happening is they'll take stuff in certain countries. And so if you got to be really generic, if it's shoes, just put shoes. Don't put like Jordan, you know, model, whatever. Right. Or, you know, if you put if it's video games, just put games. Don't put like PS5. Like you don't you don't want to be too specific on there. Uh, and so you want to be careful about that. So <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Some people are like, yeah, it'll get there. Somebody said uh, Starlight Record Club said something about Peru said, uh, I was able to ship to Peru using GSP a few days ago. I need to implement PirateShip next year. Sounds like everyone is using it. Yeah. See, and that's what I mean. I think I think eBay was having some glitches. I called eBay and they this is what they told me. They told me that Peru is not in the included list, but it's not in the excluded list. Hmm. <laughs> so so it is in the nether? Like wh- wh- where's Peru? Like what happened? So Anyways, I had those items go out. Uh, Big Drift says uh, to add insurance on international shipments. Um, I, I hope I did that. I don't remember. I'm telling you it was a blur because it was like 4.30 in the afternoon. Post office closed at 5. And I'm like, I'm getting this out. So anyways, like, we will... Comments of what people put here. Some people say, I usually put white powder substance. That's good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, another one here is, I usually put don't open. It's legal. Nice. <laughs> great, great tips. Great tips. Just tell them, like, don't worry about it. It's fine. And then that's my, that's my son's new thing. He hears us say it's fine a lot. So when when my dog is acting up or if he does something, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so just write that on the box. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. So, anyways, I will have an update in a couple weeks. So, right now, I checked in. Right now, they're in Los Angeles. I into a, going into an international plane or something like that on both of the items. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, am I leery? Yeah, I'm kind of leery. And just because, you know, my family is from South America. So I know how, you know, I know how things get lost in the middle all the time. Because I remember growing up, my parents were like, we're never going to ship anything over there. If we ever deliver anything, we're going to get on a plane. Because usually we'd go, we'd go. Visit, and when, last time when I, was, when I was 10, but when we visited, we showed up with like four pieces of luggage and we left with nothing. We gave everything away because, you know, people needed stuff and, you know, why not? But maybe things have changed. I mean, that was what, I'm 10. That was like 31 years ago. So maybe things have changed 31 years ago. Okay. Things have changed. All right. Anyways. So that is, the, so, Hey, I'll give you guys updated. If, if it works, I actually changed all my Harley Davidson shirts to international standard delivery. Just because that was the one that people from Canada would always get upset with me about. They'd message me and they would say, hey, GSP is too expensive and so on. And so I was like, hey, all right, fine. I'll do I'll do international standard delivery and, and hopefully, but I haven't sold the Harley shirt yet. So hopefully soon. We'll see what happens. I like it. All right. We have a new segment. Are you guys ready for the new segment? Do it. Are you ready for the new segment? Oh, oh, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready, but I'm uh, I'm interested on on what what it's actually going to end up being. So here we go. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Oh, wonder who it's from. All right. So we got some mail, some Pure Hustle podcast mail, uh, and uh, hopefully playing that little clip didn't get us a copyright strike on uh, YouTube, but. You know, it's it sounded it better in my head when I had mentioned that idea than in real life. So we'll see. We'll see if and let us know in the comments. Are you down with the uh, we're gonna say clues lose mail sound? Yeah, and then uh, and, and what what I'll what I'll probably end up doing is I'll actually throw some techno behind it, and make it a little spicier. Uh, and, uh, spicy. And then we won't have to worry about the uh, the the copyright strike. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully we don't. All right. Hey. So 
couple things. So the first thing I want to share. So we have 5150 decals on Instagram. Thank you so much. So it's 5150, then D-E-C-A-L with a Z at the end, the 5150 decals. And uh, I don't know, maybe in the future we'll be making, um, you know, some new items, some new products. So he made us. Um, okay, I want to make sure there's no address on there. So some decals. We got some PHP decals here. Yeah. And brought the old school design back, the original, right? This is a repop. This is repop now. So the vintage ones have gone up in price, <laughs> right? Nice. So, so those of you that have been with us since day one, oh, we got thumbs down on the mail. I, I hope that was the mail. Okay. Anyways, all right. Now I'm trying to see if there's anything else going on with this shirt because we had mentioned about, um, you know, doing a t-shirt. Well, I had mentioned doing a t-shirt club, and so he didn't do it on this one. But yeah, you know what? These actually actually feels nice maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a giveaway sometime soon you know maybe maybe on the next live we'll see but these were gifted to us so i don't i don't want to give this away no we won't those are those are, those are ours so and here's the decal so this is gonna be pretty sweet so yeah, I, can, I can throw that on my uh, my hydro flask and then there you go podcast hydro flask and that's that's when you know you made it when uh when 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 uh hydro flask actually you know they brand with you but really, it's just a decal on there. But nobody needs to know that. I know. No one needs to know. Thank you, Peru Hustle Podcast. I appreciate that. All right. So anyway, that was pretty sweet. Mike, you got one too, just in case you're wondering. There's one for Mike. So sweet. Yeah, we we're thinking like different shirts, like Team GSP, which I don't know if we're Team GSP anymore, right? A new... new. What do you guys think about this logo? I was thinking this, you know, because of Pokemon craze, right? It's going to be like you open booster boxes we open garages. Well, what do you think about that? What do you think about that? Uh, no. 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 No go on that one? It needs some work. It needs a little bit of work. Okay. All right. Just just thinking. All right. So anyways, I, I'm not even going to ask for comments from the audience on that one because I think we just lost people after I said that. So I'm not going to tie it to that. So, all right. So this next one is from Nashville Flippers, Nashville, and you know people are resellers when they're using that padded envelope, right? Like, like here's you know this is what I thought about the other day. I went to a store like the one that you go to that's uh, <laughs> nearby, and uh, oh man, Swift Family gave me a thumbs. Was it a thumbs down on the mail sound or was it thumbs down on my joke? Probably, so, probably the opening garage sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look at Mike. You want to see Mike real quick? So, all right. Uh, OG pick, OG pick, OG pick. So, all right. Um, oh, opening the garage. Oh, the comment. Okay, hey, this is what I was gonna say. So, you know the place we go to for mail sometimes, right? That's nearby my place. I'm just speaking in code of Mike. Yeah. So I was, you know, I've been to those different places, and you know, I've always thought about those places. Like you always need something. So I remember when I was in Colorado one time, like and I was out of boxes and I needed a box. And sometimes you can get a, you know, boxes at Home Depot, like the huge boxes for like two bucks. So I was at a mail place, you know, that was similar to the one uh, that uh, that we we go to, and somebody needed boxes, and they needed ten eight by eight by eight boxes. That place charged a lot of money. Let's put it this way: it was probably worth a whole family dinner at Chili's that that person paid for those boxes. And I'm like, this is like resellers, like resellers, we save so much money. 
right? Because we know how much the stuff costs, right? When we get that shipping coupon, we know what to buy. So it's kind of interesting. All right. No, no one liked my comments. All right. I'm, that's yeah, all right. It is, it is true. When you go into, <laughs> no, like, Orlando, just know <laughs> when you go into like a UPS store or something like that, it is, it is very true that um, you Seriously. see people all the time trying to ship and you almost feel bad for them because I feel like they're getting ripped off. Even when I first started shipping, there was a couple of big items. I was like, I don't know how to do this. And so I, I took it somewhere like how much would it cost to ship this at a UPS store? And, and the price was so crazy that I just figured it out on my own. And this is, I mean, that's a good skill to have because even if I were to get out of reselling down the road, there's going to be times where I'm shipping, you know, Christmas gifts or birthday gifts across the country and knowing how to save that money. Um, I even think about that with garage sales. A lot of the gifts that I get people throughout the year come from thrift stores or garage sales because a lot of times you get uh, new in box stuff or sometimes you get things that are um, vintage that you know they're interested in. And this isn't all gifts. I mean, I definitely buy new stuff for people. Uh, but occasionally, you know what people are after. Maybe it's not something that has a lot of resale value. So you're not picking it up for the money, but you're like, man, some this person would love this thing. Um, and I don't think it offends anybody. You know, when you get them a gift, they know you pick it up at a garage sale. I usually tell them like, I was at this garage sale and I saw this and I thought of you. And, um, and you know, it's, it's, I think it's a good way. So there's a lot of ways as resellers where we're saving money. We're saving money in our day-to-day -day life too. Uh, it's kind of like a perk of business, right? Like some businesses, when I used to work for DirecTV, I got free DirecTV, literally every single channel. Well, when you're a reseller, you just have skills and knowledge uh, that help you save money. So perk of, perk of the job. And if you're a brand new reseller, and you're buying like you're getting you're you're paying for postage at the post office or you're buying your boxes from places that you know are not aren't let's say they're not made for resellers they're made for the everyday person that's shipping stuff out you are losing a lot of money a lot of money like i just bought a whole ton, i don't know how much i bought like 700 feet of bubble wrap for like 30 bucks I mean, if you go to Walmart, that's going to cost you probably three times that cost. So always be looking out for better deals because they do affect your bottom line. So anyways, just wanted to share that because I was like shocked. Like, and the lady like was no problem. I'll pay $4 a box for eight by eight by eight. I was like, whoa, like I almost, I almost said, Hey, listen, I have a ton of eight by eight boxes. I can get those to you for half the price. But uh, I just, I don't know. I backed that. Maybe I should have. I don't know. All right. Next package. <laughs> This is from Nashville Flippers. Thank you. Check them out, Nashville Flippers, on Instagram and YouTube and on TikTok. So they're blowing up on TikTok also. So they they got us like two separate shirts, two separate shirts. So let's. Uh, I'm gonna open mics up first. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if we did some effect? Like I handed it to you, and then like you pulled it from the screen. Wouldn't that be sweet? We're actually in the same building. Uh, <laughs> I just handed over right there, like right here. I'm just giving it to you right here. I'll take it. So if you're listening to the podcast, I'm trying to act like I'm handing something over to Mike on the other screen. So you ended up getting a, this says new back in black tea available now. In our, so this is from their merch store. And this says, I think it says Nashville flip, but it's a uh, nice. back in black tea. Nice. That is creative. Like that. All that right. Is cool. What's that? Thank you. I said, that's super cool. Thank you. That's awesome. No, it is. So I always thought it said APUS at first. I'm like, I had to read it because it looks legit. And that's, that's my teacher mind. All right. Now this one. So this is supposed to be like the 49ers logo, which is kind of odd that the 49ers logo is right behind me. So this one says Nashville flippers in the front and then in the back Nashville flippers. So, Hey, appreciate the gifts thank you so much and uh yeah we probably need to hook you up with some shirts sometime here soon too you know 
So thank you guys. Hey, if you ever want to send us anything, uh, there's, we'll put the address on the, on the YouTube uh, description later on. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're always open. We're always open. We have a few more things might come in too. that. Um, there's actually somebody working on getting you a startup board game. So what? stay tuned for that. Yeah. It's in, it's in DMs, man. I, I wanted to keep it secret, but I had to drop a little bit for you intrigue you a little bit. So, mm. so it'll, it'll be pretty sweet. So thank you everyone that shared seriously Nashville flippers, 5150 decals. Awesome. Awesome. All right. That is all the mail we have. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Hey, everyone. Ever found yourself too busy to list or wanting a scale and not knowing how? Well, we've partnered with a great service called Sellhound. They will help you do much of the heavy lifting and can benefit your business in many ways. Sign up for listing services with Sellhound and receive 25% off your first purchase or 25% off your first month of a Sellhound monthly subscription. You can do this by using our promo code all in caps, Pure Hustle 25. That's the numbers, 2-5. By the way, everyone gets three free listings to try out before any purchases. Just go to sawhound.com and subscribe using our promo code, Pure Hustle 25. So Orlando and I are always looking out for tools and programs that can be used in our own reselling to help improve our sales uh, and things that we can share with the community in order to help others. Uh, and we've been lucky enough to partner with two companies here at the same time uh, that we think do just that. So it's kind of interesting because both of these companies are competition. So, uh, you know, but this is a good thing that we're advertising both, I feel, because we are really, really big on letting you make decisions and not saying like, this is the way you should do things because you know, you know, what's best for your model of selling and what you need to be doing. Uh, so we've been able to partner with list perfectly and Vindu. And both of these are programs that can be used to cross list postings on multiple platforms. This is great because we always talk about the importance of being on multiple platforms and not putting all of your eggs into one basket. But one of the barriers to that is the time issue. And the nice thing with List Perfectly and Vindu is it allows you to make one listing that then gets cross-posted to multiple platforms. So you're not having to post things multiple places and spend that time. And in this case, that time saved is money you're making. So both of these companies have a special offer for our listeners if you were to sign up. Um, you need to sign up using the affiliate links that we have in our descriptions or show descriptions in order to get the uh, promotional codes. Uh, so First of all, is List Perfectly. They're giving 30% off your first month, which is amazing. And they've got some incredible things that they, they offer. So uh, for instance, your postings go to eBay, they go to Mercari, Depop, Grail, Etsy, Poshmark. There's just so many. You got to check it out. There's almost too many to list here. Um, and so if you sign up, you get 30% off, but you have to use our... our link and then use the code LP30. And then the other one is Vindu. Vindu is very similar. Uh, you're going to get 25% off your first month if you use our affiliate link. You don't have to use a promo code. Just click on the link in the description. Uh, and your, your listings are going to go to eBay. They're going to go to Etsy. They're going to go to Poshmark. They're going to go to Mercari. So this is just a great opportunity for you to save some time, get on multiple platforms, and maybe make some more money. All right. So now it's time for our next segment. Yeah. And this next segment is a good one. Because we are going to be talking about what's breaking the world around us. A little loud, right? It, it's that important. Things it's that things important. happening out on the street. And I need you to tell me what they are. Maybe just a couple of the important ones. Orlando, take it away. All right. All right. So there's a lot going on. Now, 
you know, I had mentioned that uh, for some reason we get asked to be part of the eBay seller check-ins. And so usually this involves the, the CEO of eBay uh, this time. And we also had Jordan Sweetum, which, hey, Jordan, if you're if you ever listen to our podcast, we want you on the podcast. So, you know, if you're catching us, hit us up in DMs and it would great be great to have you. I know we can't get the CEO because, you know, that, that's like we're not at that level yet. But I say anything about you, Jordan, but it'd be great to have you on. <laughs> So at the seller check-in, um, they had mentioned a few things. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Have you guys noticed that the eBay callback button is back? I know Mike and I have it because I hate saying this. Like we have concierge, uh, but that's just because we signed up for eBay open two years ago. Uh, but uh, hey, by the way, if you're, if you're trying to contact eBay now, I still say the eBay for business on Facebook is the best way to get a hold of people. They'll resolve things for you pretty quick and they don't give you that much of a problem. So anyways, check that out. They also were saying that they took a survey of individuals. Did I share this last time? That 80% of buyers are saying that they're more likely to start early for Christmas shopping. Did I share that, Mike? You did. Yeah. Okay. So old news. But anyways, they brought it up again. Uh, and I, I I don't know. I see it happening. I think it's really, really important. You've seen an uptick in sales, right? Well, part of it, I think, might just be from listing a whole lot more. But uh, yeah, there's definitely been an uptick. Thank you, Ken. I'm talking about the button on the eBay app. So on the eBay app, when you go to help, there's that, you know, call us or, or call you back. It should be available again. So check it out. Uh, hey, thank you, Larry. I really appreciate the comment there. Even after my terrible jokes, as you guys are on that level, big timers in my book. Thank you. I feel better. So, So Jordan... Just saying, you should you should get on our podcast. So, all right. Um. So, what does that mean? That means list, list, list. Like it's October, and and sales are already already going down. Like things are really doing well. So, all right. Uh, let's see what else. QR codes. Have you noticed this when you've been trying to ship stuff? Um, I'm not sure. What do like, you mean? So, so here's what's happening. So now, if you go to eBay and you try to print. And you, let's say you don't have a printer, right? Let's say you sell something and you want to buy your eBay label off of eBay. Now, what you can do is it'll, it'll send you a PDF, a QR code to your phone. And you can go to certain locations, usually it's a post office, and they'll print the label for you there. Hmm. So even if you don't have a printer, you're still able to ship stuff out. Now, that to me is genius on eBay because... Here's the thing. So I've, I mentioned to so many people like, hey, you should resell, you should get started. But the problem that people have is, is that they don't have all the equipment, right? They say, like, I just had my friend that I'm like, hey, you should print your label at home. He's like, oh, does my printer work? I'm not sure. You know, or I haven't used my printer in like a year, right? Because we're educators, so we use printers all the time. But if your job doesn't involve a printer, you know, most likely you're not going to have it. So the yeah. QR code thing, genius. Whoever thought that up on eBay, I really, I really like that. I thought it was great. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. I think, I think if you're obviously reselling for a long time, um, you're going to have a Rolo printer. You're going to go to, uh, to thermal, you know, maybe some people take a little longer to get to thermal than others. Uh, but yeah, if you're just starting out, that, that is a good alternative. You know, when I first started out, I was literally going to the post office and using the self-serve machine for everything that I, I shipped out. And so things needed to go, I'd go to the post office, I'd put the stuff in the thing, I'd put it on the scale, I'd weigh it, I'd print the label out there one at a time. It was awful. And so, yeah, once you kind of figure out how to do it yourself, uh, through a printer and then eventually through a Rolo printer or some kind of thermal printer, game changer. But when you're first starting out, yeah, the QR code sounds amazing. 
Yeah, so check it out. If you don't have a printer, you can get started. If you're a new reseller and you're listening to our podcast and you're like, hey, I can't get the discount because I can't print my eBay labels at home, you can do it now because you don't even have to print it at home. You just got to make sure that you can go to the one of the locations that they list out and get that PDF QR code to your phone and just go pack it up, go to the post office, wherever you need to go, and they'll print the label out there for you. All right. Also, no surcharges if you ship on UPS or FedEx. So I don't know if you guys know, but there's, you know, there's an uptick in the cost of selling stuff now, I mean, of shipping stuff. So the problem is that USPS has actually gone up in price. There's those peak surcharges. And for a reason, uh, UPS uh, is doing it and FedEx is doing it as far as no surcharges, but USPS is remaining in place. So what does that mean? That means either A, you hold on to whatever price you're using to ship, B, you up you know, your cost, or C, you end up using UPS or FedEx. Now, I always say whenever you have a time where you know your shipping goes up in price, I always push it off to the buyer, right? Now, there could be an argument made that, hey, that's going to hurt your sales. So you, know, you don't necessarily want to push that cost to your buyer. So it's up to you, but just be aware. Like if you go use UPS and you have FedEx, like you may have an advantage. What if you're shipping free? It may be an advantage to you. If you're shipping, you know, with a cost or calculated shipping, you can actually, you know, use that savings for your buyer, which will make you more competitive, whichever way you watch it. But yeah, that's, I think it's great news. I think it's very telling as to, <laughs> I don't think eBay is a big fan of the post office right now. Just my thoughts. Yeah. Another quick um, update. Uh, this wasn't part of the news. I don't think on. I haven't even actually opened the uh, the the show notes yet. But um, so one thing that I've discovered, and I wanted to kind of bring up. So you made that amazing video, uh, I think a week ago, showing people how they could use Excel. They could export the the items and then oh yeah things there. Right. One of the things that we talk about with eBay is being a little bit behind the times with stuff. There's they still kind of have an older interface, some of the things they do. And we love eBay a ton. Uh, but one of the things that I recognize is I think they're still behind the times with how they're doing this. Because I assumed that because you're exporting it through you know, an Excel format, that you'd be able to utilize Google Sheets to do this. You cannot. Mm. You can open it yeah. up in Google Sheets. You have, to, you have to play with it a little bit. But when you open it up with Google Sheets, which 99% of the time, anything in an Excel format is going to come over perfectly into Google Sheets. Uh, but the color, it won't show you the color code. So you can get the entire list, but it won't show you the colors of which ones are in the red and need to be done. And so you have to use Excel. So it's a little bit of a bummer because I would say um, if, you're, if you're younger, if you're in your 20s, you're maybe your early 30s, um, you're not even, you probably don't even have Excel on your computer anymore because um, schools, colleges, and most newer businesses are pretty much completely using Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google Slides instead of using the Microsoft programs. I feel like it's only older businesses, and even a lot of them are switching over to the Google uh, Suite platform. And so it's a bit of a bummer that you can't use Google Sheets for that. So if you are trying to do that and you're wanting to do it, you might need to find a computer that has Excel on it. Maybe borrow a friend's computer if you don't have Excel or maybe get a trial version just to do that. Because if you've got hundreds or a thousand items or more to make that correction, you're going to want to use that. Yeah. Kent said, what is Excel? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's old. No, it's a great point. Now, if, you, if you're trying to figure out what video we're talking about, I uploaded a video about a week and a half ago talking about quickly uploading your eBay items specifics that are required soon. Uh, and it's, you know, it's not 100%. Like it gets you 90% of the way there. 
Uh, you still have to do the old school probably for like the last few listings, but you're able to do a lot of them really fast by using that method. So check it out. I'm not saying it just because I made the video. I'm saying it. I actually used it. There's no way I would ever share something that I didn't find that was actually worth it <laughs> for somebody else to use. So no, that's great. Now I do. Here's a comment that I've been finding this to be true. So starlight underscore record underscore club says eBay is also automatically selecting USPS priority mail. Even though I only offer media mail, I have to deselect priority and reselect buyer selected media mail. You know what? You're right. And not because I send media mail, but I find that with first class. Whenever I have first class items, I got to ship. It automatically goes to priority. And then the other day, and this is a trick, and I'm not saying that you have to do this, but so I try to trigger that algorithm as much as I can. So if I'm on the road and something sells and people pay for it, and I know what the shipping label is going to look like already. I try to print the shipping label on my phone. Now it doesn't print it. It just, you know, goes through the motions. And so it shows that I already shipped. And then when I go home, I just go to reprint label and I just reprint that label. But the other day when I was trying to do this on my phone, what ended up happening was it would only let me choose a priority shipping. I, could, I couldn't do first class, even though the item fit under first class setting. So I do think there's truth to that. I'm not sure why that's happening. It could be a glitch. It could be, for a reason, they have a relationship with the post office that it should go to priority first. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but be aware of that because almost twice I hit print and I caught it just before I hit print because it would have cost me more and it would have been priority. So be aware of that. That's a great point. All right. Now, I, this was very encouraging. So this is from Fortune uh, Magazine and they had talked about Prime Day. And we had talked about this a little bit a little bit ago. And it said that Amazon Prime Day sales were up 36%. 36%. Okay. Now, this is during a pandemic. This is during a downturn in our economy for a lot of individuals. 36%. So this just tells me, this is very telling that this Q4, it's, it's going to be huge from everything that I'm seeing. Now, you know, we haven't had the election yet. You know, we still got a week and a half to go. That might change things. Who knows what will happen, right? It's 2020. But to me, that is very telling. So what are your thoughts on that, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got? <laughs> no, I got a lot of thoughts on that. Okay. Anyways, but hey, seriously, I encourage you guys. Like, I'm thinking all across the board. The reason I'm listing on eBay is because when this pandemic hit, sales were on fire on all platforms, at least for me. Right? And not, not so much on Poshmark and Mercari, but as far as eBay and Amazon, they're pretty close. So obviously, the Amazon Velocity is... You can't compare it to you know, eBay. Obviously, Amazon Velocity is far greater, but did have a lot of high-dollar sales on eBay, right? Because I don't send all my high-dollar items to Amazon. So just something to think about. All right. Hey, we're going to move on to the next section. Before we do, if you haven't been following us on social media, we are on Pure Hustle Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook and TikTok. We are Pure Hustle Cast on Twitter and we're on YouTube. So thank you guys all for being on live right now. We got 40. We've had a consistent, you know, 4950. So appreciate all of you. And so make sure to hit that subscribe. Make sure to hit that notification button. Thank you all for your support. As we mentioned before, we do have the membership. In the end, you're still going to get the same content, right? We're just saying, hey, Pay, help us pay it forward. Help us be able to get this content out to more people, be able to produce more content uh, by doing the buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle or about the price of a coffee, depending where you're at in the country, at least in the West Coast. It's actually more to get coffee than five bucks a month. So 
hey, so make sure to sign up for that. We would really, really appreciate that. And again, if if you're unable to, doing the fact that you know you're in tough economic times and you're just starting reselling, writing up that review on on Apple, the iTunes review really helps us. I mean, we constantly are getting more and more reviews. And uh, I don't know. I just I do feel it has an effect and it, it helps us because what ends up happening is people contact us and then they begin to say, hey, I really I really enjoy your contact and uh, your, your content. And I like to write up a review and it just boosts us up more in the algorithm. So thank you for that. Did I did I miss something? I feel like, I'm, oh, you want to call us? 619-738-1170, 619-738-1170, or shoot us an email at purestpodcast at gmail.com, purestpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Thanks for listening to that spiel. Yeah. Now I wonder if, and so there, there's more that we're going to say, we have a couple few more topics, but we're going to wait till our update episode on Wednesday. Uh, but those are, those are the pretty important ones. So, because I really want to get to our next section here. Yeah. That's when you hit play. <laughs> oh, is it, is it Bolo? It is Bolo. Oh, I don't even, I, I didn't even get that one uh, set up. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to uh, acapella this one. All right. Bolo. All right. We, we, this is the most organic podcast in America. Yeah, I wish I could beatbox. That'd be cool. Or international, maybe international. So we got, we have our, hey, anybody from UK, oh. let's know from, from UK. We have a lot of UK or from Europe or other places. All right. Um, Mike, Bolo. Oh, my bolo. So um, you're supposed to do the what's your bolo or what's your bolo? What's your bolo? Um, so uh, bo- 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 bolo. Uh, my bolo is this one isn't like a, like a, a earth shattering bolo by any means, but um, I've had a lot of success with watches. And I know you've talked about Swatch watches as like a specific brand, uh, but I've noticed that a lot of brands of watches I've been very successful on. Um, I've found I've been lucky enough to find some Michael Kors watches. Um, but even some watches that maybe aren't uh, as high of a brand, they're not as as well sought after. Uh, like for instance, Fossil. I find a lot of Fossil watches, and the price range on these is is big, right? Sometimes you know they're they're really inexpensive, and some of them are a little bit nicer. Uh, but I find that I can typically get them for like two to five dollars and sell them for thirty dollars or more. And the nice thing with watches like this is you they don't even need to have a working battery. Almost every watch I've ever sold has sold with no working battery. So I just put there, needs a new battery. And I've never had a problem with that. And so what I do, my trick when I buy watches like that is I just, you know, take and I started doing this because I had a few people with with watches that I've sold say, like, well, how big is the face? Is it the this one or this one? And so what I do now is when I take the pictures, I just lay out the measuring tape over the face over the length of the, 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 the wrist part, whatever you call that. And then I just post it. I don't even put the, it in the descriptions. They can look at it in the pictures. And I, I tend to do really well. Most watches that I list sell within a couple of months. And they're not huge uh, profit mar- margins for me. Sometimes I've sold watches for close to 100 but usually it's like $30. But I noticed that you can get them at a lot of garage sales. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially the nice thing with watches is usually people collect watches. I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, I guess it's just one of those things. So a lot of times when you do find a watch, there's like 10 or 15 watches sitting out at a garage sale. So you can pick up a whole bunch at one time and there you go. In fact, I just had one that recently sold. Uh, they haven't paid for it yet. And I'm kind of like, you know what? This one's really cool because it's a fossil watch that has like all the, like, on the face of it that you see, you can see all of the, like the gears moving and turning. Like it's kind of cool looking. So, uh, but anyways, Check out watches in general and don't be afraid to pass up, you know, or, or to pick up. Don't pass up 
ones that aren't necessarily super expensive. They don't have to be the name brand top of the top. You know, sometimes a, a inexpensive fossil watch can get you twenty dollars profit. And when you can pick up multiple of them at once, it's a win. Yeah, we had actually a vintage watch you good too. If you get old, like old, like what I would call maybe like old lady watches, ones that are like really old, like my grandma would wear these. I usually don't even know what the brand is when I'm looking at them, but you look them up and they tend to sell for like twenty to thirty bucks each. So there you go. Nice. No, and and the thing with watches, I mean, we had Mike uh, from Vintage Games Plus. I think he had a hustle of the week, and he picked up like I don't know fifty to hundred watches for, I guess probably for. I think I think he had like a hundred bucks, and he just took them to a watch person, and he repaired some of them, and I think he like made a trade, and he made a killing. So yeah, I agree with watches. Like I don't see them a lot, um, but if you definitely can get a lot, and, and you know you got to be careful though too, because I've gone to a store that shall not be named, and they'll they'll sell these bags full of watches, but it's been picked over. Like you know, you look and I look at the brands, and I'm like, this is garbage. So Walmart ones. Uh, yeah, they're just they're just like the one. And then it's even worse because they don't work. So not only are they garbage brands, but they're just garbage. So, you know, um, today on Instagram, Thursday Gators just took his uh, his teenage son. Uh, he listens to our podcast uh, to garage sale and they went to garage and they saw everything and it was just junk. And his son went, this isn't, you know, garage sales. This is recycling. And it's so true. Like, you got to be careful because sometimes you're buying stuff that's just being recycled. They're just trying to move it, right? They're trying to get to somebody else. So yeah, be careful. So we have a bolo and an anti-bolo at one time. There you go. So, all right. So mine is, it's interesting. So the pandemic has caused a lot of things to happen. One of the things that has, has caused me to do is sell more on eBay. And I've been mentioning this the whole podcast, but a lot of toys that were Q4, like specifically for like toys from three, four years ago that were hot for Q4 or two years ago or a year ago. What I'm saying, oh, we got a pro tip real quick. Uh, Ken Deagle says Walmart will swap any watch battery if you buy the battery. Really? Huh. Interesting. Okay, it's good to know. By the way, if you can find a swatch store, they'll just give you a free battery. They'll install it for you. Unfortunately, the one in California is permanently closed now. The one I used to go to. Mm. So, okay, so... Going back to um, what was I saying? I don't remember now. Oh, okay. So toys from Q4. So pandemic. What ended up happening is Amazon had a lot of stuff that was like stranded. I don't even know how do things end up stranded. Somebody let me know in the chat. How do things end up stranded on Amazon? Like I don't understand. Like I'll send in shipments, everything's all good, and then out of nowhere, like the listing disappears, or you know, it's like this is stranded, and then they send you a warning, like, hey, if you don't remove this item, we're going to dispose. Actually. My latest, my latest email from Amazon was kind of scared. I don't know if you guys got the same email that I did, but it was, I was like, whoa, like what, what is going on here? And uh, let me read it right quick. Oh, here it goes. Uh, I can't find it. Anyways, it said something to the fact of like your, <laughs> you, you, your uh, Amazon store has suspended. Oh, here you go. I'm going to read it right here. Suspended privilege, suspended selling privileges status. Like what? Suspended selling privileges status. Like what? That's that's scary. Like you never want to see anything suspended. You don't want to see anything that you're close to being suspended. And then the next part was inventory disposal notification. Hello from fulfillment by Amazon. You recently received a notice requesting that you submit a removal order for your inventory in our fulfillment centers within 30 days. 
of a previous notification sent before. Because a removal order was not created, we have submitted a disposal order for this inventory in accordance with FBA policies. Here's a problem. I have no idea what that inventory was. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. It's so random. Candigo uh, says, it always happens when Amazon is on the listing shock. Huh? Yeah, you know what? There, there is some truth to that. And by the way, Allison has mentioned beard bringing bolos. Nice. I think I, I, I like that. I think that could work. So bearded boys bringing bolos. Love the alliteration there. You there, Alondo? I, am I back now? Yeah. Am I back? You're back. You're back. Hold on, I'm trying to. I'm trying to come back. I'm almost there. Almost there. Technical difficulties. That's how Mike, we react. Oh, there we go. I'm back. Yeah, welcome back. Oh, and look, right when hey, you come back, perfect, perfect timing, Amy. Showing up right when I had a technical glitch with the mic, and Amy says, "Cheers to almost 200 episodes. Have a coffee and a dime Mountain Dew on me. We will. Thank you so much. Thank you. Look, Thank you. I got my dew." And I got my drink and I'll do a fake pour because I already got dew in there. And I'll take a sip to that. Cheers, Mike. Yeah. Cheers. So, thank you so much, Amy Monroe. I really appreciate the super chat. All right. So, oh, you want to hear my bolo? I haven't even talked about my bolo. Yeah, here's the thing. So, so where's the bolo in this? Okay. All right. So if there were toys that you were selling really well, three, four, two, even last year on Amazon or on eBay, and let's say you find it stranded in the Amazon warehouse and you get it sent back to you. Check the comps because there are some items right now that last year were only selling for about 60 bucks. And now they're selling for like 130, 140. And it's because of scarcity. So I'll give you an example. There was this huge thing of smashers at one time that I was selling. I think I paid like $20 and I only sold them for like 40 bucks on Amazon and I only made like five to $10 a piece on each of them. Right now, if you can find those, I actually sold two of these during the pandemic for $110 each. $110. Okay. I had another toy that I paid $30 for and I was flipping for 60 on Amazon. I just recently sold it for $120. And there's, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And somebody had mentioned to me that they went to the store that shall not be named and they found all these hot Q4 toys from two years ago <laughs> and they're making a killing. So take a look. If you have anything that's like, let's say in your storage unit that, you know, you, you had to like liquidate or you had to call back from Amazon, it may be worth checking out the comps. Or if, you know, you get something stranded on Amazon, it may be good <laughs> to sending it back to you. Okay. So... Oh, uh, hold on. This one, I'm not sure. I'm not sure fingerlings counts as one of those. I wish. I have one so many fingerlings. fingerlings. One day they're going to be the hot item because, you know, 50 years from now, when people are going to talk about the great fingerling crash of 2017 <laughs> or whenever that was, it's going to be, you know, there will be scarcity then because they're going to be old toys. Um, so, and then all these retailers will start pulling them out of the, the closet and they'll be, they'll be popular again. You know, just like just like everything, things come back, man. I'm just waiting for pogs. You know, like I know, I mean, oh, I think there've been, there been a couple of, of, of brands that have tried, but I'm just waiting for like the pog craze to start because I feel like like yo-yos and Rubik's cubes kind of came back um, into like the middle school, and I'm just waiting for like pogs to be back. Like that would be sweet or marbles. I mean, there's not money in marbles, okay, but marbles back. You know. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I like this slide right here. Aaron, send the fingerlings in for grading now. Yes. 
Well, you know, but here's oh, here's an exam, example. Because the Pokemon craze right now, I actually have a toy last year that I was picking up for like seven dollars at an off-price store, and I was selling for like twenty-five on Amazon. So I was making like three, four bucks on each of them. Right now, that item is selling for eighty dollars, and I found two of them this weekend. And and just for kicks, I looked it up, and I'm like, what? Eighty dollars? Like, why don't I just hold toys? I should just buy all these toys. And just hold on to them. The problem is it's speculation. It's like, right. I mean, luckily all the people that were buying up cards, like they were in the right, right. Basketball cards, Pokemon cards, whatever. Right. So maybe Mike and his pod collection, right. Might come into play here. I got, I got an idea. And this, this comes uh, partially from Blackberry Thistle Avon. I heard Avon's coming back. So this made me think, so I just jokingly said about Pogs coming back because I lo- I liked Pogs genuinely as a kid. I think kids would like Pogs. If we got Pogs back in the hands of, of, you know, five to 10 year olds, 12 year olds, they would love it. So what if we start right now, Pure Hustle Podcast, we create our own MLM for Pogs. So we make them and we get people to sign up underneath us and they have Pog parties and you buy them for your kids. You do parties, you do it through social media and everybody on our live right now will be on the first level of the MLM and each one of them will get like three to five people to sign up underneath of them. So you guys are coming in at the top of this, right? Like we are going to be making money selling pogs guys. Pierce podcast is starting the pog MLM. We're bringing it back. You guys are on the ground level. Actually the top level is what I should say. Uh, and uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's, it's, it's happening. Let me know what but you guys You know think. what? I, I'm serious. No joke though. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That that's our cost right there. Only $5.99 to sign up. So not you guys though. Like we'll get you in an introductory rate and then we'll sell this and then we'll get a cut of each sale that you make that joins our MLM. There we go. So yeah. anyways. All right. No, there there's it, it's it's wild because I shared this like a few weeks ago. One of my buddies came up to me and said, Hey, what if all the stuff that we think is junk now is gonna be worth a lot later? <laughs> Oh my goodness, you're the podcast. So, anyways, just some things to think of. <laughs> just threw me off on that comment. But hey, there's stuff right now that you never know that maybe it is a fingerlings. Maybe, right? But the only thing is, we know about Pokemon being worth a lot because Pokemon's always been worth money, right? Pokemon has always been something that people, there's always been, there hasn't been like a fingerlings, like, you know, cult following for fingerlings. At least I don't think there's been. So, all right. Anyways, that's our polos. Ooh, I, I have one more bonus polo. And actually, I don't know if I should give this one because I think this might be like hot Christmas item. This might be like the real bolo. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'll think about it. We have another episode on we Wednesday. Can always edit now. this off the live. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get out there. So I'll, I'll think about it. And guys, come join our next Wednesday episode. Listen to it drop um, because I might be dropping. I could be totally off on this. But remember, I'm in I'm in connection with middle schoolers. And with middle schoolers, I think I know what the next big trend is. I don't know if I want to say it yet, but uh, I'll talk to Orlando about it. We'll discuss. We'll do a little powwow. <laughs> what? I don't even know what. <laughs> that's, just, that's just a little cliffhanger for you guys there. <laughs> there you go. Well, it sounds like LuLaRoe. Next thing you know, you'll be making us get gastric bypass. <laughs> She'll leave my fucking story. Wow. What, what? This is what happens in a live. Thanks, Allison. This is what goes down in a live. So, all right. <laughs> So outside of the bolo that we're looking forward to on Wednesday from Mike, what are you looking forward to, Mike? Um, that's a good question that I should always be prepared for at the end of these episodes. But honestly, um, I'm really excited about the our new system, the way we're we're 
I'm taking pictures. My wife is, is, um, you know, listing, but I think that we've got some changes coming even more in our system. So right now I've been able to get through a lot of our big items and get some of my shelves cleaned up and my inventory is looking a lot better. And I have a lot of really big items that I haven't listed yet locally that I think I'm going to get listed this next week because I'm planning over the next month or so of buying another shed. And I know I said I, I would never do a shed again, but I think I found a spot where I'm gonna have to build a platform. It's, it's on a hill. So I'm gonna have to, it's going to be a little bit crazy to build like a, it's like building a deck on a hill. So I'm gonna have to do like, you know, posts in the ground and all of that. But I'm thinking about getting like an eight by 20 shed and moving a lot of my inventory in there. Uh, that way the inventory is closer because it's, you know, a 10 minute, 10 to 15 minute drive to the office, 10 to 15 minute drive back. That's 30 minutes a day. And I think if we can cut that out and be able to take pictures, pack all of that stuff from home, uh, we're going to be much better off. So I'm really excited about that. I mean, I'm not excited about building another shed. Uh, that part sounds horrible, uh, but I'm excited about the prospect of saving that 30 minutes every single day, um, you know, for my wife when she comes down. So, um, you know, it's going to be a work in progress. It's going to be a couple months, but I think I'm taking steps. So this next week, my, my step is get as many of the big items out of my inventory as possible so that a move will be easier. So nice. and be, it'll free up some capital, I'll have some more money. I think it's very smart. I, seriously, because that 15 to 30 minutes isn't just 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Right. Because then there's like, Hey, what if, what if you lost something in, in, you know, in the office, what if you forgot something and you have to drive back? What if, you know what I mean? Like there's all those, even me, my storage unit is literally five minutes away from me. And sometimes I won't pick stuff up. Like on my way to the post office, like I'll have the box, I'll, I'll already print the label, have the box ready to go. And then I'll find the item package just to save me time because having to go out there. Oh, I just, I just got an offer on something. I'm going to, I'm going to take this right now. Oh, hey, by the way, this this will crack you guys up. So I'm going to share with you guys here in a moment what's sold because I'm, I'm going to share you guys a tip that most of you know if you've been around for a little bit. Uh, but this is, a, this is an interesting tip. So again, I think the having the shed mic is going to help you a lot because that time and, and you know, it, it's going to motivate you more, right? Because you feel unmotivated where you have to go and just get one item. Like you're okay going to get 10 items, but to get one item, like, you know, you feel like you're losing a lot of time. All right, Mike, what is one of the top Vero words? Like words you can't use onesie. on eBay. There's onesie. What's the other one? Um, I don't know. Is that, you know, when you're like, you have shoes sometimes I can use them. Anybody know in the comments, you use them on shoes like if you don't have laces, you have this to to make sure your shoes stay on you. Sometimes, ah, oh, oh, there we go. Ken Daigle. We, we, we got to get you something here. We'll, we'll send you like a, a decal or something here. So, all right. So, yeah, Velcro. So, how do you get away? What do you call Velcro? Um, okay, I'm about to show you. Sticky uh, substance that that is a fabric attached to little prongs on plastic that hooks onto the the the... I mean, what do you say? What do you say? Okay, so I'm about to show you right now. So here's the thing. This should, oh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find that comment so I can remove it. I don't know. It's gone. I don't even know which one comment. There it is. Okay. So I just sold these shoes. These are Propet shoes. I don't know. There you go. You can see. Do you see what I titled it? Do you see the words right there? Yeah. The hook and loop. Oh, people, hook, been, people have been blowing it up in the chat. They know. They know. Hook, and, hook and loop. Hook and loop. So now did I, do I think that that word hook and those words hook and loop sold my shoe? I don't think so. But 
uh, that's what worked. So it sold, and hopefully they pay here before the podcast ends. And so, but, hey, but let's be honest: if you're not a reseller or like, really I know, no, font, nobody knows. Pay, yeah, hook and loop. If I saw an item with that, I'd be like, "Shoe with hook and loop." I don't, I don't know what that is. Like, <laughs> that's that's terrible. Can you can you spell out Velcro with spaces in between the letters? V space E space. Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Hey, somebody did say, "Hey, this, hey that's a bolo too, right?" I mean, propane is fire. Like, you get the right propane shoes, or is it propane? Because I see there's a little accent on top of the E sometimes. Yeah. Propane shoes. So, all right. So, what am I looking forward to? So, quick story. I rented out a cargo van, and I was supposed to pick up the cargo van on the 17th of November. But then I noticed that sales are picking up in October. And I thought that I had to send things in sooner. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look for another van. Now, here's my problem. When I was trying to find another van, I didn't notice that it said, it didn't say cargo van. It just said full-size van. I'm like, oh, these are just like vans. So I canceled my cargo van and it went into the nether. Right? So on Expedia, you could do free cancellation. I canceled it and I had a good price on it. It was a cargo van. It was the only one of the reasons I didn't get it was because it was two seater, but because I got my two boys and my two boys want to help, and it'd be weird because now it's like either I illegally have my third kid riding in the van, or one of them stays home all the time. So I wanted to make it, you know, a family event. So I saw one that had more seats. So I'm like, hey, I'll get that. <laughs> okay, I have to choose. Big Drift said most resellers spell Velcro S U S P N S I O N. Facts. Very, very true. So, and be aware, Vero listings are getting more intense. And I was like, they're like shutting down people. So, so I ended up canceling the cargo van and I reserved this other van. I'm like, sweet. But then after I reserved that, look, and it's like 15 seats. I'm like, no. I ended up renting a 15 seat passenger van. That's going to defeat what I'm trying to do because I'm trying to do FBA shipments. So, I'm trying to source a bunch of stuff. And then I'm trying to use it for Usually my boxes. You can out of them. You can usually take the seats out of a, a passenger you van. Could, I, might, I might bug you to help me because I watched some videos on this and I'm like, this looks pretty intense. And I don't want to get in trouble with the rental company, but I, I would love to remove the seats. The only, the only thing also I don't like is that with the passenger van, it's not like the cargo van where there's no windows. Hmm. Right? This is going to have windows. So hopefully the windows are tinted. So I might bug you. I might take you up on that because I was watching the videos about how to remove the seats. And I'm like, hmm. I told this is gonna- you, man, what you should have done instead is you should have you should have just put a a, hit, a ball and hitch on the back of your your vehicle and borrow my trailer. I bet you could fit more in my trailer than you could in a, a cargo van. I thought about that, but how much would that would that kill my transmission? Like, would would like my car like be go- going through a lot of strain? I don't know. And the trailer's like a couple hundred pounds. You probably how much your inventory is. It's going to be the same if you. Like, I, I doubt you're pulling thousands of pounds. You got an SUV. I mean, it'll be <laughs> This is so right. Jerry Riggs had got it. You rented the church van. Yes. It's kind of like in the office when they're when Michael's running his paper company and they rented the Korean uh, church van. That's what happened. So, yeah, I have a church van right now. So maybe I will take you up on the trip. But here's the thing. If I use your trailer, it's going to be like 30 days of trailer. Right. So anyways, we'll have to, we'll have to figure it out. So is this super chat? I think so. Yeah. That's weird. It didn't have other things. So it's it's, it's a weird, it's, that's not the way we normally see super chats, but uh, 
you know all right familia finds thank you so much you. from the bay appreciate it uh for the four dollars and 15 cents yeah so uh somebody said gas mileage would be bad would you say it'd be bad on the passenger van or the cargo van oh or on the pulling the trailer on the trailer yeah i mean you're gonna lose a little bit but i just think the amount you spend renting something um you would i mean you're you're maybe looking at an extra 20 30 bucks in gas but on your cargo van you're probably going to be paying that much more in gas than you would in your car anyway so yeah well we'll we'll, we'll keep you guys updated we'll see what happens just because also where i live like i would have to disconnect the cargo like the I'd have to disconnect it every time. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't keep it on there the whole time. So it would get interesting. So I, cause I have a carport and then I have a parking space. Right. right. And it's not long enough. Like I would be taking up the whole, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause we, we're not, we're not ballers in our, <laughs> in our San Diego mansion. So, yeah. um, so Allison says she pulls her 1000 tab trailer of Subaru. I did add a transmission cooler already, although it already has one. Okay. All right. So I don't know. We got some people saying no trailers. Some people are saying go tra- trailer for sure. I don't know. We got like we got division here about the trailer. So we'll see. We'll keep you updated. I'm still looking for a cargo van, or I do like the idea of just removing uh, the van seats. I just you know I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. So so I'm looking forward to that. Buy. You should just buy like a, a an E250 or something. Those big old Ford trucks like our uh, vans. Those look sweet. Get it lifted you know, wrap it with pure hustle podcast. It'd be sweet. I know I've thought about that, but you know, it's kind of like in, in the words of the old, of the rapper from the nineties, E 40, who's still a rapper. He said, why, why, why do you have an $85,000 car when you can't even buy a house yet? Yeah. But you can get, you can get like an old E one fifty for like five grand, probably put five grand into it. And if you're only using it for these runs, it probably lasts you forever. Maybe, maybe i don't know a lot a lot to think about <laughs> hashtag e40 yeah no that was from like players ball that's a song back from the 90s man when i grew up so anyways we'll see what happens uh we'll see i mean i'm i'm considering um i don't know i don't know we'll see oh they paid see payment received thank you guys for it's because of you guys that's why they paid right away hook and loop man hook and loop so anyway hey before we go though i do we do plan on having an episode we're trying to do like a top 25 of things we wish ebay would do like and we're trying to make it a positive episode not like a complaint episode but like hey it'd be really awesome if ebay did blank right and one of them would be to payment right away right that'd be an easy one or offer free shipping when you counter offer or or you have you know just have that option or if you could bulk send the offer right just different things so hit us up in the dms we're probably going to do a little question box and instagram story in a couple weeks for our next theme episode uh because I, i think there's some great ideas and and maybe maybe somebody at ebay will listen you know they have told us before we're always watching so you know, maybe they'll watch and maybe we'll be able to get some some ideas through. So yeah. anyways, hey, thank you all for joining us. Mike, you got a little bit more to share. You good? Oh, I'm good. All right. Hey, thank you all for being on the live. Thank you for all your help. And, and we just appreciate the reselling community. And hey, listen, for some of you right now, it's it's almost midnight. So and some of you, it's like eight in the morning or wherever, wherever you're at. We got listeners from the UK, from Australia, the States, East and West Coast. Thank you all for being there. And as always, make sure to be real. Be relevant. <laughs> be reselling. Please. Please.